Today on the podcast, I want to talk to you a bit about the concept of gratitude. How do we want to receive it? How often do we receive it? And do we feel that it is genuine? And are we giving it when it needs to be given? So like a lot of the other topics that I bring up on the podcast, in relationship to your management and your leadership style, gratitude is something that is a two-way street. It can't be one-sided. It's not just, I give you this job and pay you because you're my employee. Now you should be grateful and click your heels every day when you're coming into work. That's not enough to get people in the door and actually want to work. There's a total difference between an employee and somebody that works with you. And I want you to change that way of thinking in your mind as much as you can. It's not enough just to have employees. It's not enough just to have people working at your company. You want to have people working with you, not just for you, not at you, with you. And the more you change your your viewpoint on that and your language and your behavior surrounding that simple concept, the easier this idea of gratitude will actually come to you. And it's more than just an idea. It's something that you have to act on. And in order to do that, you need to really consider what it is that you are actually grateful for. And again, it's not, it's not something that I can come on here and tell you exactly what you're grateful for. But when it comes to your staff, they are doing something for you that in one way or another, you're not able to do all on your own. If you can honestly say that you can run your entire business head to toe without any assistance from any of your employees, then you, you need to reconsider you know, your business model. But if it's true that you rely on these individuals to come together and work as a true team in the spirit of success for your business, then you need to seriously consider how you can show meaningful gratitude to the people that work with you each day. So I have an exercise for you that you can complete while you are in your workplace. Carve out some time through the day to actually reflect on some of the things that have happened during your workday that you wouldn't be able to accomplish completely on your own. And then assign names to those things, to those tasks or benefits that you've received. Each time you are the recipient of some type of benefit you wouldn't have been able to provide for yourself in the workplace, write it down. Do this for a whole week. You may need to dedicate a specific notebook or even a, you know, a little duotang with paper in it, something that you can continue to add to or that has a lot of space. Because I think if you're honest with yourself, you're going to realize that a lot of the things that are accomplished are beyond what you would be able to do by yourself. And that deserves gratitude. You're grateful for that. You're thankful for that. There are so many other words used to describe, you know, a sense of gratitude or thankfulness. 
But it all points back to the same thing, which is somebody did something worthy for you. Even if somebody in your company spent time researching or data mining or providing information to you so that you could make a decision on something, even if these these tasks don't necessarily result in direct action, they're still helping you. They're moving your business forward. And this is what people do in business. They move the businesses forward. As long as they are engaged, they have mutual trust and respect with the employer or management team. So if you honestly consider what is being done for you and for your business on a day-in, day-out basis, you should come up with quite a long list of things. However, if you come up with a short list, you have another thing to consider, which is this, that you're actually not in tune with what's happening in your business. If you as a manager or a business owner are not aware of what it is that your staff are doing for you to promote the success of your business, then this is a whole other issue and it will eat away at the, um, it will eat away at the base of your employee engagement structure. It will eat away at your culture, at your employees willing to come into work, doing things for you. So it's important that if you don't come up with anything on your list or you come up with a very short list, you need to start looking at what people are doing for you. Start job shadowing people, not in a way that makes them feel nervous like you're checking in on them. Approach the employees and tell them, listen, I want to learn more about what it is that you do here. I'm not looking to check in on you. I'm not looking to take your job away from you. I'm not looking to evaluate you. This has nothing to do with your performance. This has nothing to do with metrics in the company or future decisions about your job. As long as you can say those things honestly and you mean those statements, go and job shadow your staff. Find out what it is that they're doing for you. Because as a manager, you need to know how you are supposed to lead your staff to success. And as a business owner, if you have people working for you and you don't understand their work, you don't understand your business. And if you're out of touch with your business and you're out of touch with the work that your staff are performing, you're going to be out of touch with the whole picture. You'll never be able to motivate your staff until you understand what they do. And once you understand what they do, you can show them valid forms of appreciation. And that's the next topic. Branching out from employee engagement and the culture in your workplace comes appreciation. Because a lot of times employee engagement and employee appreciation get kind of muddled together because we throw these token prizes out at our staff to try and get them to kind of string along. Like, you know, the monthly pizza party for a department or something, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing, there's nobody that's going to be demotivated by a pizza party. Not that I am aware of. However, there are ways to show appreciation that don't 
kind of collapse in on your employee engagement because those are two different goals that just work together really well. So again, we covered this in previous podcasts and you can find the information on the website in the document that's there called Employee Engagement Toolkit. However, employee engagement is something that draws your staff into the workplace, makes them excited to come in, makes them excited to come and work for you, makes them feel like they are a part of your success because they are. But employee appreciation is something that comes after the success or during the success. Even if you're not at your peak of success, your people are still working hard. They're working hard for you. So that's the following step after engagement, after you've established a positive culture and things are clicking right along with your business. Appreciation is something that can't be bought. It can't be some corny little token. It needs to be thoughtful and it needs to be specific and it needs to be aimed at a result. So with this kind of intro to the beginning of employee appreciation, I'm going to leave you with these thoughts from this particular episode, which kind of focus on the mindset that you need to be in the headspace that you need to be in, in order to provide effective employee appreciation. Otherwise, employee appreciation efforts can really land flat and start to seem insulting or out of touch with what the staff do or would appreciate from you. And this is a topic I'm going to cover in in the next few podcasts. Um, we're currently working on the toolkit for employee appreciation, which will be available on the website. And uh, yes, this is something that I really want you to be open to, be open-minded, and please do that little activity for the next at least three days to a solid work week and see what your results are. <laughs> 